Lord Jesus, we stand in awe of you and worship you. Lord, we ask you in this moment, Father, as we are about to receive your word. Lord, we ask you to come in our heart, to open our heart, to prepare our heart, so we may hear the word, Lord, and the word may walk in us. We ask you, please, be with your servant who's about to bring the word. Oh, you just, Lord, the vessel, but you are the word. And we ask you, God, to go and flow through him. And through him, Lord, we may receive what we send, what you sent to us. We thank you and we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a thank offering. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated in his presence. I remember a couple of years ago, Pastor Sam saying something to us that was very helpful. He said, when somebody speaks in an accent, that simply means that they know more languages than you do. So I know that this man knows at least four languages. How many do you know total? More than that. I can speak many more. More than that. <laughs> many more than that. And uh, so we've only... Uh, Heard a couple of them today in English and Swahili, and I know there's French, and there's Kirwanda, and then there's many, many others. But um, I would like to invite you to join me in a very great Bethel Christian Fellowship. Welcome to our brother, Pastor Paul. Greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm happy that I'm here in this church, Bethel Christian Fellowship. Christian Fellowship means a lot to me. I repeat, it means a lot to me. And when I entered this church, I felt the kingdom of God. And I got to understand that you are really obedient to the word of God. Very much. I have seen many countries, many nations in this church when I saw the flags. And when I entered, of course, I saw different colors. It is not familiar to most of the churches here in the USA. I have visited some, but you seem to be exceptional. And this is the kingdom. Kingdom of God has no boundary. Kingdom of God has no color. Kingdom of God is made and originated by Christ who saved all and opened the door for all Lord who accepted him. And we thank God that we are among of the people that he chose and brought into his kingdom. Father, I thank you for this wonderful morning that you've granted to me, standing in front of your people. Thank you for the ministers here, the congregation. 
and all activities that they are doing for you. May you stand with us in this congregation. May you deal with the hearts. Explain and interpret your word to your people. May you make everyone here open his heart to receive what you have for us. Father, we glorify you and we know whatever we ask in Jesus' name is given to us. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Yes, I will not introduce myself much because I have people who will carry on introducing me to you if you want. I'm here with my parents. You ask how did I get parents white, whereas I'm black. <laughs> but they are my parents. I was not adopted in their family, but adopted in the same kingdom, really attached and changed because of what they did in my life. And since then, as a guy who grew up an orphan, since then I got parents. Now I'm 20 years old. <laughs> Though I'm 62 and a half. But again, 20 years old. I love to see them with me wherever I'm invited to share God's love and God's grace. Thank you, Arthur and Mori for your great work and for your invitation that has brought me here. I thank again Pastor Jim and Justin, who actually made a great friendship with me when we met in the Congo twice, I think, doing the ministry together. We became partners. We became, you know, we knew we were one body, but verbally. Now, Practically, we are together. I know very many Christians nowadays say, brother in the Lord. But when you see the way they act, the way they live together, you say, these ones, they are brothers on the lips, not in the heart. I thank God that we are brothers in the heart. Thank you for allowing me to be in your church. And even it's an honor to stand before the congregation to share the work God has done in me as well as in you. And again, what he still wants to do in our lives. May God bless you so much. I will read a couple of verses here. The book, I'm sure, is the book you have for the month. And the theme we have, which is not changed. We read the book of Matthew, chapter 9, from verse 18 to 26. As I told you, I'm speaking English, but Rwandan English. <laughs> yes, 
You are speaking English, but American English. Some other people from China can speak English, China English. So don't worry. <laughs> what matters is the meaning of what we are going to share. Amen. Hallelujah. Verses 18 to 26. While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, my daughter has just died. But, and, but come and put your hand on her as she will, uh, and she will live. Verse 19. Jesus got up and went with him, and so did his disciples. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. Verse 21, she said in herself, if I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Verse 22, Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter. He said, your face has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus entered the synagogue leaders, uh, synagogue leader's house and saw the noisy crowd and the people playing pipes, he said, go away. The girl is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After the crowd had been put out so outside, he went in and took the girl by the hand and she got up. News of this spread through all the region. Amen. We are reading the, this context from the book of Matthew. You know very well Matthew was just, just some verses maybe very nearby. He met, Jesus came and met him in his office, his area of work. I don't know if he had some people around him. Maybe he was the chief. Maybe he had some others under him. And Jesus said, follow me. Without any other word, the Bible shows us that he did only one word, follow me. And we see that he got up and followed Jesus. But before they went somewhere, this man, this man had, did a wonderful thing. I want you to think about first before we reach down there. The work Matthew did. These were called the Levi. The book of Luke says that he gathered and decided to make a banquet for Jesus. And what he did, he gathered his workmen. And the people, the, the same people that had business like his, and the sinners, that is how the Bible says, they all came to his home and ate food because he had made a banquet. Maybe he was to tell the people that from now on I will no longer act like you. I'm following this man. 
I don't know what, his, uh, what he had in mind. Maybe he wanted them also to be changed like he was changed, that Jesus can touch him or call them the way he had called him. I don't know. But what I know, the Bible shows us that he called all the friends, all the colleagues, come and have a banquet with me and the man that has called me to follow him. Hallelujah. And that is Jesus. The Bible tells us, while Jesus was eating with these people, remember some Pharisees, the people who think that they are better than others. I know even in the church today, there is some people who claim to be good, better than others. This is how the Pharisees thought, that they are better than others. And they came complaining, asking the disciples, why is your master eating with the sinners and the tax collectors? They said, Jesus knew what they were complaining for. He said, a doctor comes for the sick. Hallelujah. So if these people were righteous, if the world was righteous to God, I wouldn't have come to die for the world. But because they are sinners, I've come. So they need me. I'm sure here in the church we need Jesus. I'm sure we all need Jesus. Whatever circumstances. I know you need him. And these people, while they were talking, Jesus explained, explained, explained. And while he was still talking, there came a man. There came a man. And this man, is described that he was a leader, a ruler, an administrator in the synagogue where everyone used to attend, where everyone used to think that whenever I go there, it's where you will get blessings. And the leader of that work is the one who coming, learning. I don't think he was full of Jesus. I don't think he was always walking with Jesus. He was administrator, somebody who was always selecting somebody to preach on Sabbath. That was his work. Who is taking care of the house and all the administration work. And this time his daughter is dead. And I wonder and I start thinking, the dead body is there. He knows the dead, the daughter is dead. But he said, now, Nowhere else I can go. Nobody else I can meet and say the problem. He learned just learning up to Jesus. Here he says like a command, like a commander. He said, Jesus, my daughter is dead. Now come and lay hand to her. She will be free. She will live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Only your hand can change the situation in my family. Only your hand can make her resurrect and be alive again. Only Jesus is your hand. Only touch her, she will be alive. Oh, glory be to God. I love Jesus because he didn't hesitate or say, no, you man, you are just bringing confusion. I am in another program. No. The man found Jesus talking, teaching the, the, the people, but when he brought the need, immediately Jesus 
went up and walked as well as the disciples. Yeah, he didn't mind about his program. And while on the way going, I don't know where this lady came from. Also, he came to intervene in their program. Yeah? Now, Jesus is stopping the work he has been going. The lady, maybe I talk about this lady later. I am saying back to the theme you have there. That is the favor of God. But follow me. And where Jesus wants these people to go following him. When I tell you, come with me, follow me, you can ask me, where are we going? You need to know where I'm taking you. And Jesus had in mind where he is taking these people. You remember when he was, when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming, he said, when he, he was with his two disciples, John the Baptist. Then he said, this is the man. This is the man I came to prepare his way. The Lamb of God, who is coming to take off the sins of all, all people, including Americans, including Rwandans, including Congolese, including Sudanese, all people in the world. He has come to Take away their sins. And his disciples were watching and heard him saying, then one of the disciples learned that they went to Jesus and said, how did you come to know? Our teacher has told us that you are the one. He came to prepare his way. So from now on, we become your disciple. Ah! And did you know what he told them? Yes, come and see. Hallelujah. You follow me now. You are going to see where I'm going. Because the guy wanted to know, where do you stay? And he said, you come and see. When he called the people, Peter, the Simon, he said, now follow me. I will make you fisher. So when Jesus is calling, he promises, he, he lays an expectation in you so that you can think what next. Hallelujah. Now to Matthew, he started to show him what next. And this is the time. In the kingdom of God, he had to demonstrate the power and the authority of God. Because there was another kingdom he came to be against. And this kingdom of darkness had just taken people and bound people into captivity and he came to take over. How could these Pharisees know that he, the kingdom he's talking about is the powerful kingdom? You remember he came in a way they didn't expect. And they were just thinking, who is this, this Jesus? He's not the one. If he would be the one, he would have come from an, another prominent person. But now see a man from Bethlehem. Thank you for the name of their church. From Bethlehem, and he's born poorly. How comes he become the king? They were hesitating. But he wanted to demonstrate and show all people that his 
kingdom is a powerful kingdom so that people can understand. Here he meets somebody. The man who was one of the leaders and actually leading the congregation. He had authority over them because he could say, you do this, do that. But this time his child is dead. No priest among the people he knew that would lay hands upon him. Even if he was a Pharisee, even if he was a minister by then, we understand that he was a ruler, but he knew he was powerless to conquer conquer the, the world that was there this time. What did he do? He learned to Jesus. The intention of Jesus was that the good news will be declared all over the region. So people will know the kingdom of God through the works he has done. People will know that he is different from the world. People will know that he has authority over this. He has authority of God because nobody in the world has ever done like what Jesus did. And he was manifesting God. Hallelujah. I loved that. So when I read this passage, I wanted to see the ministry of Jesus and the demonstration of what Jesus wanted to do. Whenever they follow him, they wanted even to see the work. I can befriend you. I can follow you because I know where you are going. But Jesus didn't want to tell them. He wanted them to see. Hallelujah. To see all what he's doing. Here on his way, let me talk about this lady briefly. He met a young lady. I don't know. I think he was young somehow. But he had close years with a problem. I thank God because she also didn't lose hope all the time. She might have lost hope, but when she heard Jesus is coming, she was not invited among all those people. She said, if only, if only I attack only the edge, the last lowest place of his cross, I know I will be healed. Hallelujah. I want you to think of the heart this lady had. She knew she was unclean. She knew she was untouchable. And she's entering in the crowd of people. That was one point that shows me this lady was wonderful. She was risking her life even. She was not accepted in the community. She was unclean. She had a shame of walking where people can see. But here see the lady. She decided to enter and decided to risk her life saying whatever case may be, what I know, in the case it happened that I attach the lowest place of his cross, I will be free. I will be healed. Oh, Hallelujah. And she did it the way she did it, I can't tell, but I can guess. I can guess, surely. You can too guess. She 
penetrated, hiding herself. No one she wanted to, to see her. And when she touched the cross of Jesus, the Bible tells me that she was healed immediately. 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 And when she got healed, some other gospel say that Jesus, the power, reduced and said, somebody has touched me. And the disciples said, you, you are in the middle of many people. And they are squeezing, squeezing. So very many have touched them. Say, no, there is one who has come with a, a special, a special power that has, mine has just came out and did the work in her. And that was that lady. Jesus said, do you know I have never had other people Jesus called the daughter? Pastor, pastor, he said, daughter, daughter, uh, ah, dollar. <laughs> Let me speak my language. Daughter. Daughter, yeah. your faith has healed me. Hallelujah. And when he touched the man here, his daughter said in other language, apart from English, they say the kagal. My language, they say, in Kiswahili, we say kasichana. Not more. It was like very small, very tiny. Eh? He said, yeah, yeah. The girl who is very little, but in other languages, they don't say a, a person. Eh? It was the little body. Like in my language, they say kakoboga, which means not, you know, she was like my Esther. This size, we only say, in a, not in a singer, but as a tiny person. That is how Jesus considered this young lady. And when people were crying, because the people have the no other things to contribute, when the problem occurred, their contribution is to help you cry. They had nothing else. People came and others were hired to come and help in crying. Open crying. Open crying, open crying. That is what we have as people. But Jesus came to change. Did otherwise. Oh, hallelujah. Did otherwise. He came and said, oh, the God is sleeping. The God is sleeping, is not dead. And these people who came to contribute crying, they also contribute laughing. <laughs> yeah, you imagine. People, yeah, this is a place of miserable. Now they were crying, helping the man. Now they are starting laughing. What Jesus is imagine. And Jesus said, you see, these are flutters, hypocrites. I have come to make a change. Hallelujah. Do you hear me? Jesus comes to make a change. Hallelujah. Dear brother, Jesus comes to change 
the impossibility to possibility. Hallelujah. Whatever case may you be, whatever problem may you occur, Jesus has an answer, and that answer is the positive. Hallelujah. When he came, he said, she is sleeping, not dead. He entered and said, go out, go out. When they went out, she brought the girl alive. And the whole story, Jesus didn't tell anybody to say, but the people who are laughing, the people who are helping crying, they are the people who spread the, 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 the news that Jesus has healed the synagogue leader's daughter. So the Bible tells us that it spread everywhere. That was a demonstration of the kingdom of God. Why? She came to bring a change. He came to bring a change. He first told the lady, take heart. Take heart. I know you have a problem. Very good. I know you are ashamed in the community. I know you have nothing. You have used a lot of money for your sickness. Hallelujah. We don't know your problems you have. We don't know the situation that you are passing through. We don't know something that are very complicated in your life, in your families, in your church, in your nation. We don't know, but Jesus knows. And he's telling you, take heart. Hallelujah. If you agree with me, raise up your hand. Take heart, Jesus is able to do and to change your situation. Take heart, Jesus can intervene in your family, in your house, and change everything that is impossible to make them possible. Take heart. And he did this. Also, the news spread all the region. And the hearing of this girl, it spread all the region. Hallelujah. And the people who didn't want to know, now this time they know. People who didn't want to know that he is the king, this time they say he is the king. Because he even, even this lady is now holy. Tell me how this lady went spreading the goodness and the blessing. And the mercy God had. For her, 12 years, 12 years. Sometimes people think that these people who is in touch, these people who is in such a problem, for 12 years, what if she had given up? I want to tell you, don't give up. Don't give up at all. Tell me if this lady has given up. Tell me if the leader has seen the dead body and say, let us contribute about the burial. You know. But they did not give up. They knew Jesus is able. And Jesus is here to change the bad situation you are in. Jesus is always Changing, changing. He came to change the power of the kingdom of darkness to bring the kingdom of life. 
educated people. I said a little while that this church is unique in America. No, I don't know everywhere, but in the places where I have just visited. And I'm not praising you. I'm telling from my heart. What I have seen, the flag over there. And I thought maybe you had a conference which brought very many people and then with their flag, like what we always do. Then they finished, they went. Then I entered the church and I have seen different colors. Different people together. And I said, this is the body of Christ. I said, this is the model of Jesus, of bringing all people together and revealing to them at the same time for their own need. And bringing as a team. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter whether you are intellectual or legal, uh, literacy. It doesn't matter when you have money or poor. What matters is following him. And when he demonstrates his kingdom, you find yourself in. He cares for your life as well as he cares the one who is very rich. Because I have never, never, never in life seen anybody who has just paid the money and say, the day of dying, say, no, at least I want two more years to finish my things. I have a lot of money, and this man at least can, uh, can stop this. Yeah? But Jesus stopped the death. Hallelujah. Jesus stopped the death, and the lady was raised. I have never, never, never seen or had anything that Jesus tried and failed. Ever, never have I had what Jesus has tried and failed and say, come tomorrow. Jesus has never said, come tomorrow, today. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Ooh, hallelujah, today. Yeah. And even now, he can do according to the desire of your heart. He can do according to the desire of your heart. Your faith has healed your daughter. He changed that life and restored her. He changed the situation that he was with her for many years. I want you to know that God can change your situation and he can raise a new purpose in your heart. I know there are people who have become hopeless. He can bring a new hope. Hallelujah. And that is his work because of the people. During that time, they were hopeless. They were hopeless. And he changed their purposes and a new hope. I know the time is uh, rushing. 
and I want to on a time. Yes, like in Africa, we don't mind. <laughs> but here you mind much. <laughs> I know, I, I know. But now, to, 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 to finish up, <laughs> I want to remind you that Jesus, Jesus, with his mercy and the forgiveness full of his heart, he is always attending the service with you so that he can change all emotional scars that we may have, so that he can heal all that broken relationships that you have, that you feel, so that he can bring this forgiveness and the healing for the problems of the heart that is attacking you. There is nobody else can do that but Jesus can do. If you open your heart, you have never been a, a, a good place of peace. He is the king of peace. And because he is the king of peace, he owns the peace. He can offer peace of heart in you. He can change your situation as long as you open your heart for him. I, I honor your time. May God bless you so much. Amen. As Hallelujah. Well. Thank you. So let's hear the word of the Lord to our hearts today. Take heart. Take heart. Let's stand together if we can. We're just going to open up this altar area right now. If you need the touch of Jesus today, he is here right now, right here. I'm going to invite you to come. I'm going to invite our prayer folks and pastors to come and pray with those who come. And we're going to trust the Lord together to change those situations that seem impossible. But he is able and he is good. He's calling us out today. So come. We're going to sing this song, and as we do, it talks about stepping out. Let's step out this morning. Just as that woman did, she stepped out and grabbed hold of his garment. Just as the synagogue leader stepped out and grabbed hold of Jesus' attention. Just grab hold of him today and take heart. And let the power of his kingdom be released and flow into your life today. So whatever that need might be, just come. And then I'll give a benediction in a moment. But we're going to sing this song. Here we go. You call me out upon the waters. Hallelujah. Can we just open our hands? Lord Jesus, we just invite you to continue to take us deeper, farther. As we follow you, Lord, you bring us to places we never expected to go. But you are faithful and true, and you meet us there, and you change our circumstances. You change our situations, and sometimes, even when it doesn't seem to change on the outside, Lord, you change us from the inside out. And we receive the transformation that you do. We receive your transformation power, the power of the kingdom today. 
Now with hands open, I pray that you be filled afresh, even this very day. With the immeasurable love of God the Father, with the irresistible mercy and grace of Jesus Christ the Son, with the inexhaustible strength and power, comfort and hope of the Holy Spirit, be with you and yours as you go from this house to yours, sent to make disciples of all nations. Go. With the banner of his favor over your lives and until we gather again, either in this house or in our eternal home, I pray that his love and mercy and goodness will chase you down every day of your life. Be blessed, people of God, in the name of Jesus. Amen.